All right, so welcome to uh, this Primary Source Context podcast. Uh, today we're today <laughs> we're talking about business and labor in the industrial era. Uh, business and labor in the industrial era. If you click on the primary sources, you're going to see three sources. I know there looks like a lot more than three. There's actually only three. Some of them are PDF. Some of them are uh, uh, Google Docs document. But uh, I assure you, there's only three. So you've read the chapter, you know we're talking about uh, kind of this industrialization, business, labor, the rise of monopolies, the rise of really big business vis-a-vis the railroad and oil companies. And the three sources we're talking about today are really debating on the merits of big business, really debating on the merits of big business. In fact, I'll give you a little bit of a spoiler, but uh, if you go to the primary source response and look at the question, it even asks you, you know, how do these kind of compare to each other? You know, is this sort of business ultimately to the benefit or detriment of society? Now, I'm going to tell you straight up, uh, these guys have pretty straightforward, very... uh, easy (laughs) to discover feelings upon big business. Uh, They use a lot of words like uh, combination, corporation. Some people might even call this monopolies. Uh, This mainly pertains to like the coal and the oil industry, but there's other industries as well. Now, if you want to go in chronological order, the first one you need to read about is Samuel Gompers. Now, Samuel Gompers is talking about the American Federation of Labor, uh, which comes up after the Knights of Labor. The AFL is actually still around in some form or fashion. Remember, it is trying to be um, skilled labor, skilled labor. And he's talking in a very general sense. He's talking in a very general sense. He's not talking about any particular industry or another. He's just talking about how labor unions are needed, how the rights of the workers need to be looked after. Now, in 1883, there are already questions about communism. Uh, The Communist Manifesto was written a little bit before, and there's already fears in the United States of communists or socialists taking over the country. Uh, This is still kind of a current turn in American politics, this fear of socialism and communism. And and Gompers is going to Congress to tell the Congress that, hey, you know, we are not backwards. We're not necessarily anti-capitalism. We are more interested in just the good of the workers, the good of the workers so they don't get screwed over. So, I mean, look at look at his language here. You know, look at his language. Uh, look about, does he say that, you know, labor unions are something that are uh, of a benefit or a detriment to society? Uh, is he necessarily against big business? That's something kind of interesting. Um, it, you know, does he say anything necessarily against big business? I'll give you a little bit of a hint. He doesn't really. He, he's mainly talking about, hey, we do need unions. Uh, we, knew, we need people to uh, protect the rights of the workers. Now, when he talks about communism and socialism, he says, yeah, there might be some people who are involved in this, but uh, they're not that many. And yes, they might share some principles, but it's not that big of a deal. He's really downplaying the threat from his organization to Congress uh, so that they can try to get better lives for workers. He's not talking too, too much about the benefit or the detriment of big business. He's kind of talking about it as just as it is. Now, the one that comes next is Henry D. Lloyd. Henry D. Lloyd on the Lords of Industry comes from 1894. Now, Henry D. Lloyd is what's known as a muckraker. Uh, muckrakers were journalists who really like do these like biting exposés, really dig in, find the corruption, find all the bad things in society, and try to bring them to light. 
And pretty much what Lloyd is talking about is how the coal companies are conspiring together to screw over Americans, basically to ensure prices. They're they're cutting production. Uh, you know, the, the smaller coal companies, they just can compete because the big companies, they control the railroads, they control shipping rates. And he's really talking, especially when you get to the end. Um, at first, uh, Lloyd is talking about just, you know, one particular instance uh, dealing with coal and railroads. But then he expands. He expands that, like, look, you know, this is destroying business, destroying people. You know, these lords of industry are, are you know, getting power. They want to make scarcity. They want to decree famine, uh, arguing that they're kind of socially reprehensible. Socially reprehensible, you know, big business, this kind of conglomeration of companies, it is not for the good of society. Kind of giving that a <laughs> Kind of giving that away, but it's pretty obvious when you read it. But just look at the language it's used. And finally, last but not least, is John D. Rockefeller. Uh, John D. Rockefeller is also going in front of Congress. He's also going in front of Congress, basically trying to justify whether or not these combinations, big business, whatever you want to call it, are for the benefit or detriment of society. Now, they, it's very straightforward. Very straightforward. It's just question and answer. So this one might be the easiest one to read. I know it's the latest chronologically, but it's probably the easiest one to understand. Uh, the first question is straightforward. What are the benefits of these you know, organizations to the stockholders and also to the general public? And this division is interesting. The fact that they're dividing stockholders and general public, you still see this sort of rhetoric today, this idea that, you know, what's it really good for the shareholders or the general public? Uh, you, you hear this about, like, you know, companies hoarding money and using the money that they get to pay dividends and not really giving it to their workers, that sort of shtick. Um, you know, basically, Rockefeller here is talking about, uh, hey, you know, there are other countries that do this sort of thing. In fact, other countries, he argues, do them better. He even like does bullet points of what's good about these things. What's interesting, though, is whenever they ask him what's bad about this, what's bad about this? What are the disadvantages? And look what he says. If you, if you look what he says, he says basically, yeah, nothing really. He's like, look, power can be abused, but it's no different with big business as opposed to small business. Now, compare that to Lloyd, where Lloyd is saying basically these big businesses are way more corrupt than the small businesses. Lloyd's kind of sympathetic towards the small business. Now, the other thing that, um, that Rockefeller doesn't talk about is the workers. That's something that you don't really get too, too much in either uh, Lloyd or Rockefeller. Now, to be fair, Lloyd does talk about the general public. Lloyd is talking about, is this good for the general public? He's not too concerned about the shareholders, nor is he too concerned about the business themselves or the workers. He doesn't really care too much about the workers. Rockefeller, he, he's very concerned about the shareholders and other big business, but he's not so concerned about the general public nor the um, workers. I mean, yes, he does argue some things are good for the general public. Uh, he's arguing mainly, though, for the stockholders. He is arguing mainly for the stockholders. Uh, the only thing he does say uh, for the workers is that basically this provides good wages for workers. That could be problematic if you're looking to somebody like Samuel Gompers. So as we look over the big question, how does it compare with Lloyd and Rockefeller? You know, they're all kind of taking it from a different angle. One's taking the angle of business itself. 
one for the good of the general public, one for the good of the workers. But how do they talk about the nature of business? Is it something good, bad, or simply a fact of life? You know, are they saying this for the benefit or detriment of society? Um, you can look at them and you can see fairly clearly what's going on there. So for that, this is Dr. Tully. Uh, that is about business and labor in the industrial era.